Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins and everything in between. I'm Benedict and I'm feeling excited. I'm Benedicta. Today is January 4th. This episode is number 121 and I am also feeling excited. Woo! Woo! I new year! It's a new yeah, year! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. I just realized where you were reading the intro that now that Brian is taking a longer break, it's literally just the Benedict Benedict show. <laughs> the Benedict show. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should just go all in on the queen ray so <laughs> Luck luckily our voices are pretty different though so it's not like i think yeah i think people can understand who's who in this show hopefully yeah hopefully yeah um so anyways i mean that's just a side note that's just a side um note. yeah how, how yeah. has your holiday break been i had an amazing christmas holiday like this Christmas nice. holiday, it was just awesome. Everything worked out. Like I was relaxed. I got like the important stuff done. We had a great Christmas Eve. And then my aunt had rented a cabin in the Norwegian mountains that we were invited to join. So me and my mom and Lillian went up there while Ola stayed at home for some like downtime on his own and and watching the cat but <laughs> that's his idea of a perfect vacation so um we all got what we needed and wanted and the the snow wasn't like the skiing wasn't that good so i kind of yoloed this thing i was like i was you know like i do um i was googling the children's slopes in hemsedal um because i thought maybe lillian could do a little bit of skiing and there was an ad for like toboggan i think it's called in english where you like go on a sledge mm -hmm. or like a toboggan it's called like toboggan in american or something i don't know anyway you get to go all the way at the top of the mountain and then you like go all the way down in the kind of ski slopes but on on a sledge or a, is it called a sledge or a toboggan whatever it's called um you know where you where you're not on skis, you're just on your bum <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> um, so we all went, all three of us, and it was just like so much fun. I was, you know, me and mom were like, yeah, we'll do this for Lillian. It's, you know, it's probably, you know, it's nice to just get out since we didn't get to do that much skiing. But we were just like on on the way down, my mom was just like, she was smiling and then we lost her, but that was fine. Like she went her own route. Everybody got a little scared, as you know, as I've shared, she's got Alzheimer, but she was just like on cloud nine when we all came down um, and Lillian loved it. And I was like, this was actually fun. This wasn't just like, oh, it's fun to do with your kid, but it was just like so much fun. Um, and then we had a great New Year's Eve. So perfect. Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. that's great. <laughs> what did you do for New Year's? For just, New Year's Eve? We just went to some neighbors. And then we went up on uh, my neighbor's mom's roof terrace and looked out of Oslo. We were back in Oslo then. Um, and, nice. and another, like, it was cloudy all day. And when they were doing some, like, test fireworks, or, like, some people do them at 6 o'clock, like, in the evening instead of at midnight, I was up at the... Um, I was close by. I couldn't see anything. And then I think mm -hmm. around 11 o'clock it cleared. So we had told the kids, like, nice. we're not going to see any fireworks, like, but we're going to go up just in case. And we came up and we could see all of Oslo and we saw all the fireworks. And again, perfect. Like this, 
this Christmas vacation. They haven't all been like this the last years, but this Christmas vacation, awesome. awesome. Very cool. Yes. And I'm then happy I, for you. That sounds great. Yeah, and then just to like wrap that up, I woke up on like the first day of the new year and I was like, yes! And I scheduled five live screencasts and I was just like, yes, let's do this. And I don't think I've ever woken up at like seven o'clock in the morning on, on January 1st <laughs> and been like, yes, let's go. <laughs> so I think that as a sign that I'm on to something good or something that I can sustain for the long, long run. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. So. What else has probably... been going on with you? Oh, we're just going to keep on doing me. We're not talking about your Christmas. Um, we yeah. can also talk about my Christmas <laughs> first. I don't, I don't mind. How was your Christmas? My Christmas, I mean, my Christmas was, was nice. Like Christmas itself was nice. Uh, we went to see my fiance's parents. Um, we were planning to see them last year, but pandemic and all of that kind of prevented it. Um, so this time we, we went, uh, went there to the Black Forest, uh, visited them, um, visited her grandpa who turned 100 this year, which just blows wow. my mind every single time I think about it. That's insane. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And like had, had a nice time overall there. Um, unfortunately, they also helped like over Christmas break, there was a lot of weird family stuff happening as well. Mm. So in the end, we, it wasn't as relaxing as I hoped to it, it mm. to be um and overall i don't know what it is like i tried my best this year to like <laughs> take vit vitamin d go outside for a walk i like i got my um my key light it's the streaming key light uh mm -hmm. turned on all day just to, to get enough light in my face mm -hmm. uh, but i still for some reason i feel like this year it was out of my control so kind of feel shitty now that the year's <laughs> starting again <laughs> Well, I think like especially like family holidays can be really we've had some stressful family holidays over the last um years because with like you know the, how what people expect especially um you know different life circumstances and stuff like that people expect a lot of yeah. things but I think it we've we'd, we've taken some years but we kind of landed our boundaries and they really worked this year and everyone was happier for it instead of kind of, you know, forcing Ula to go to the mountains, for instance, or like, you know, yeah. um, or like doing, like, we just didn't do gifts for like most people. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we started last year and we told everyone, you know, we're just doing gifts for the kids. So we did a lot of like, we yeah, we put, a, put in place a lot of those boundaries and it just like, it was so ha nice to see them like working and yeah. Just having um, having such a like good and relaxing time, um, yeah. So keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. No, no, that's right. that's basically my my Christmas, Christmas. break. I was planning um, was planning to actually do the year compass in between like Christmas and New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. some, something around that. But then. Just felt too wasted, <laughs> didn't do, and didn't do any of it until earlier today. So yeah, yeah, because that's something you and Brian have about that later on. Yeah, you and Brian have done that before, like this year, year compass. Like you, you look through the air. I also looked a little bit on that last. It's like a, what would you call it? A framework? 
for like yeah reviewing i mean it's kind of, your I mean, hair it's it, yeah it's i guess it's a framework um and brian has been doing this for i don't know 10 years or so oh, wow. quite a long time yeah. um and for me it's the third year mm-hmm. and it's getting a little bit easier because i know what to what to do and stuff like yeah. that and it's also interesting to to take last year's uh booklet and look into it what i had planned for this year and how did mm-hmm. it turn out so yeah yeah i do because i've done this plan a conference it's called here in, in norway it used to be in person for like small business owners mm-hmm. and now it's digital so i have that same kind of thing for where i have like several years of these little plans in my drawer mm-hmm. and i often go and look at them and it rarely goes according to plan (laughs) but i also see things coming back i think maybe like three years ago like i wrote something about you know doing videos or teaching or something like that but i thought maybe not code like i was too scared to teach coding but then but then like the same idea came back just in a different form so it seems like i'm rehashing the same like you know i'm refining yeah at least yeah um it's not like i'm you know totally new thing even though i do those as well i have shiny object um (laughs) <laughs> syndrome <laughs> yes but um but still it's nice to see that there are some commonalities you know throughout the years that that are coming back and and maybe can finally come into like yeah. proper fruit fruit fruitation fruit i can well <laughs> see i haven't spoken much english over the holidays <laughs> <laughs> yep yep me neither yep. <laughs> But you asked me earlier, so what else have I done? So right before, I had to go back to our last um, episode because it's only, it's been three weeks and it feels like forever. Um, And I remember, most of that has been the holidays, but I remember that I was prepping for my talk on encryption and privacy in web web apps that I created a little Gatsby demo for where I encrypt notes and put them into a public uh, GitHub repository as like the data storage, Mm -hmm. which is kind of fun. And I really, the talk really went well. Um, it worked with, like I had an introduction, I did some talking around the subject, and then I coded for about 20 minutes, I would say. And then I did another kind of wrap up around how encryption isn't everything when pri- when it comes to privacy. And I felt like that was a really good structure because coding for an hour, it's a little it's a little intense and depends a little bit on. And when I do the streams, it's like it's okay if like some streams are, you know, not as on point as other <laughs> Thursday streams. I mean, we drink and we have fun, but for talks, it's, you know, you you need to know that you can do them and do them properly even when you're not feeling your best. So I think that was a really good structure for me about yeah, about 20 minutes of code. So I felt really good coming out of that talk, which is which is weird for me because I often feel like the talks went really bad. And then I look at them like six months later, I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> but like coming out of it, I'm like, this is awful. Um, but this one, I felt like I felt good coming out of it. And I got some really good feedback, which was which is also nice when people reach out to you on LinkedIn to let you know that it was a good talk. That that mm-hmm. makes that makes me happy, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then tomorrow I'm doing React Roundup podcast. I should probably listen to some episodes before going on tomorrow. <laughs> and there's been like no contact. So I'm a little like unsure if it's still on. <laughs> I'll show up for the allotted time. I can do things, you know, fairly on on the spur of the moment. So we'll see if, if maybe they'll, you know, 
reply tonight <laughs> or, <laughs> or whatever. But we'll see. So that is interesting. That's the um, that's the only podcast I have booked. Like my plan is to try to become a guest at more of these like React JavaScript Gemstack podcasts. Yeah. So dear listener, you know, tweet me your best suggestions because I I have fallen a little out of the tech podcast world. And then today, as I said, I woke up first day of the new year, scheduled five streams, and those are new streams because I'm testing something new, but within the concept, like I'm not going crazy mm -hmm. here like I usually do. <laughs> so I'm testing out doing live Gatsby screencasts on, on Tuesdays at two o'clock uh, Central European time. So I did it today on how to include um, third-party scripts in the Gatsby project and the three ways you can do that. And I think it went really well for like the first time around. I have some notes that I can improve on, like the intro and outro need to be a little like more solid. I think that's important because it's still live, so it's not going to be edited. It's not going to be as tight as a edited mm -hmm. screencast. But I think if you listen to it in like one and a half speed, it feels really like it feels snappy. So I think maybe I'm going to like introduce that concept to people in the intro. Like if you're not watching this live, you know, maybe go and do one and a half speed because this isn't there's no snappy editing in this video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll Makes see sense, how that. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Like I, hopefully that will be stuff that people Google or like search mm. for on YouTube. Like it's more gate gated, catered, catered towards kind of that type of type of discovery. And mm -hmm. um, so this was third-party scripts, and then I'll do, I'll go through all the rendering models. We're gonna do statically generated, server-side rendered, client-side rendered, deferred static <laughs> generation <laughs> over the next um, weeks, and hopefully keep them to like 15, 15 minutes, 15, 15, 20 minutes. So I'm excited to see where that takes me. Yeah, and then yeah, we're done. Conf conference buddy streams you were a guest for data model yeah. <laughs> i think we i think that was before the last episode uh, and that has been really nice for me because miriam does all the work i just show up and answer <laughs> her questions <laughs> and we even did one the night before new year's eve which was really which was really nice which was more of a code heavy we were like pair programming and ula and i were like fighting over the code <laughs> but um but she got a lot further and we got a lot of like the gatsby stuff down because there's some things that if you know react and you're getting into gatsby like often you you do them in a way that is not where you're not getting any of the benefits from gatsby you're kind of just like forcing <laughs> you know the react single page application model onto onto Gatsby with, and then you're not getting any of the benefits so we sourced the data and then got the data so that we could do statically generated pages so that was a lot of fun and um, and kind of yeah I came down from the mountain like two hours before because we were supposed to have like five hours at home but it rained and the, the rain, it's called, we call it like undercooled rain or something in, in, our, in our region, mm -hmm. where it, like, it, it freezes as soon as it hits, the, hits mm. the ground or the car. So we were like, on, it was like ice skating with a car down the mountain. Mm -hmm. So we went slow. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, could it was, possibly go wrong? <laughs> it was so 
like that was it was kind of intense actually like half the way mm -hmm. it was like that and we drove really really slowly and i was really happy we had borrowed this like super good car seat for lillian <laughs> because i was like mm -hmm. this is the only time i've been in a car where i'm like you know this it could like something could happen and as long as she's in like in a really good car seat that's not i mean things can happen even then but like then you then you're at least as protected as you can be so um yeah. but yeah but then it's good like you know being senior feels good because then you can jump into a stream like and <laughs> without preparing and still help miriam get her code done um which, which yeah is like a, it's a good experience to to have now to be at that place mm -hmm. yeah that's very cool nice yeah i guess that yeah, was I enjoyed up yeah i enjoyed the live stream quite a bit i mean time flew past basically while doing this and i feel like we we could have gone on for another hour or so easily but at some point it's better to wrap up i guess <laughs> yeah that's what i've learned with live streams you really want to keep on going but it just becomes like a it just becomes muddly like things just yeah. go downhill from like an an hour into a stream it just goes downhill i've realized and you can do like an hour and a half to like wrap up but after that even though everybody is like super engaged you just notice after the fact you're like oh at some point we were just going in the, circles or <laughs> the mistakes are getting stupider by the by the minutes <laughs> exactly so but we're going to have you back this this um season or this spring at some point this spring this winter at some yeah, point yeah looking forward to it yeah i need to plan the next pirate streams so the idea was that the conference buddy would wrap up next week and then um we'll go back to kind of our regular um gatsby deep dives with queen ray and then adam mm -hmm. of pirates where paul with paul again and we need to kind of plan those but i think we're gonna have miriam pop on maybe every fourth or fifth to kind of show our progress. And then whenever she's done and ready to launch, we'll do like a launch stream with Miriam um, and like launch on the stream. So there will nice. be, there will be space. There will be space there for you at several points during this. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be back. Don't have to plan me into this. I mean, I'm happy to help, but I don't feel obliged to invite me for every episode. No, other but it was episode. so good. You were so good. Like, you could explain data models. Like, I was like, wow, you were so good at explaining these things in, like, a very straightforward way. So I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot. So I'm selfish. I want you back on to teach me more stuff. <laughs> Thanks. Well, then happy to join, of course. Yeah. So what have you been up to? I saw a tweet. You've hired somebody. Yes, it finally happened. I mean, this took, well, did it take longer than expected? I'm not entirely sure. I didn't expect this to be easy. Um, but I think um, when we did the last episode last year, I think it was December 16th, 14th, something like that. We we're uh, still in the process of uh, interviewing people and doing test assignments. Um and in the end, we narrowed it down to two candidates that we were thinking about hiring. They they were both a good fit, like they had the right skill set, the right mindset. Um, and in the end, the the difference was basically, um, yeah, availability because one of them just was able to join part time at least for a foreseeable future, and the other one was available full time. Um, 
and their salary expectations were in our within our budget so we were <laughs> it was easy to to give them the salary they the highest like they get they gave a range or he gave mm -hmm. a range and um we could easily give him the top end of his range so that that felt good <laughs> um And then I think he had a competing offer as well, but ultimately decided to join us. Um, so that's that's awesome. I, I'm super happy with it. Um, but this is a senior person, or is this? A yeah, senior? this is a senior. This is a senior developer. He's been working with Ember.js for I'm not entirely sure long, how long, but for the last couple of years um as a consultant i think all of the um all of his uh last projects over the last couple of years has been have been ember.js and elixir in the back end um and that's a, i mean it's a, it's a great fit i mean he knows he knows his stuff um and we hired him i think the day before christmas two days before christmas something like that and i was leaving for the for my christmas break right after it so he got onboarded all by himself, basically. Uh, I, I invited him to the code base and uh, told him, gave him a rough idea how things uh, <laughs> uh, play together. But um, other than that, he entirely got into it himself. He started um, adding adding more acceptance tests to the to the application because like it's not well tested right now. At least at the front end isn't well tested for the most part and he's been doing that for the last week um didn't have any questions or if he had he figured them out uh, himself and um yeah it's just up and running he's he's already contributing code uh, nothing is deployed yet but i mean that's not that big of a deal but what's most exciting for me is stuff's happening while i'm on vacation and looking at the code i'm learning stuff like he, he he knows stuff that i didn't know was possible or how to do stuff that i didn't know how to do it and that honestly was my my secret wish about hiring someone that it's someone i can learn stuff from um and that we're at least on a similar level or it looks like in some parts he's definitely uh more skilled than i am and has more experience with stuff um, and I hope he's excited about uh, working with Userlist as well. I mean, it sounded like it. We see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm just super excited to have someone working with me on this uh, on the code base uh, for once. I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't quite do... remember the last time I like collaborated on code with someone. It's been years. <laughs> yeah, consistently collaborating with people is yeah. is also. But um, yeah, it seems like it's uh, yeah. It's just I was gonna say something and then I forgot it. I was gonna say <laughs> sorry. The feeling, no, no, I'm the one who always interrupts. Um, yeah, but that feeling when stuff happens without you being there, it is the most amazing feeling, even if it's not code, because I haven't really had that experience with code yet. But just that feeling where where like things are just done and it's done like good enough that you don't have to like redo everything again or like have to explain like how it should have been you know done and it ends up being more work but just yes you said you're on holiday and just seeing things just happen it is it's such a great feeling and i'm really happy yeah that you found someone yeah. who complements your skills so that you can be kind of yeah you can 
you're on the same level in different parts of the code code base, kind of seniority wise. So, yeah, absolutely. Huh? Think about that. Going into the new year with an employee. <laughs> well, yeah, we. I mean, we had employees, a couple of employees. Well, uh, developer employee the last, then. <laughs> yeah, developer employee. I mean, so it's the first employee I'm closely collaborating with. So that's that's exciting and. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it gives peace of mind uh, in a way that I didn't, well, I hoped for it, but uh, didn't dare to wish for. <laughs> I mean, next time you go on vacation, you can actually leave your laptop at home because then he will be up, uh, he will be at that uh, level. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure about that part. <laughs> I mean, there's still the back end. He doesn't have any... Well, we see. I mean, in theory, he can probably pick that one up as well, but I don't want to overwhelm him with okay. responsibilities. Next Christmas yet. vacation, you can leave your Maybe. laptop. But <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we, we need goals. That's a good goal for yeah. 2022. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. I'm not so sure if we will make it this year, but it's definitely a goal to eventually get to a point where the team is big enough and skilled enough to do stuff without us being there. I think that's that's a nice thing to strive for. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, other than that, on the hiring front, I, I think I mentioned that we had some problems with the first customer success manager that we hired. Uh, we ultimately decided to let them go um, and brought on someone else who was also, who had also applied and was basically on the shortlist. Um, and to be honest, like when we decided between, uh, uh, yeah, basically we, we threw a coin more or less uh, between those two <laughs> candidates and it looks like the coin cheated us and we uh, picked the wrong one, but uh, the, the other one was still available and he joined us uh, and um, yes, I mean, <laughs> saying he's more responsive than the other one would be kind of weird because the other one didn't respond at all. So it's great to have someone on the team who's motivated and uh, participating. And I think on his first or even the second day, uh, we got affected by the last uh, AWS outage. Uh, apparently, Ooh, there was a ouch. power failure in one of their data centers, and it unfortunately took down our database. Um, so parts of the application were still up and running, but they couldn't connect to the database. So effectively, effectively everything <laughs> was dead. <laughs> and it was like, was it might have been his first day with access to the customer support inbox, and he was was right in there replying to customers complaining about they can't log in or that they're seeing problems. And he did a really good job with that. Um, but yeah, the downside is we had we had an outage for like two hours or so where nothing worked at all. Um, but the upside maybe is that because we're using so many managed services, I couldn't do anything anyways. <laughs> 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 so I was sitting in front of the computer trying to understand what was going on, but it didn't. There wasn't the pressure of having to fix it because there was no way of fixing it myself anyways. So. Um, I feel like this AWS outages, it's like people just like, okay, it's like a snow day for like yeah. SaaS people. It's just like, 
what like we can do not like we can't do anything about this situation <laughs> yeah and luckily though you had your customer support system on something that was not affected by the outage because i think some people have been unfortunate enough to have their both their like status page and their yeah. application and their support being yeah being affected so um so yeah it's like a tech snow day <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a way and i mean when stuff like this happens, sometimes I'm I'm wondering like, hey, maybe we should. I mean, we're using Heroku for like hosting, so they themselves then host on AWS and it's basically managed layer on top of it. And sure, stuff like that makes me wonder if like we should should we should we move somewhere else? Should we like set up our own thing with like multiple availability zones and like protect against outages better? But in the end, I feel like that would just increase complexity so much that we'll probably fuck other stuff up <laughs> and effectively not gain anything out of it. Um, sure, this way we couldn't do anything and we had to watch them work. But I feel like if we had to set up something else, I'd probably screw it up myself and then and have to no figure one it to blame myself. Yeah, and have no one to blame or no one to rely on for fixing it. I mean, um, even non-tech people in our in our circle has heard of the AWS outages. So yeah. even like even they would, you know, if you sent them a support answer, being like, "Well, the data servers in so and so are down," like not everybody, of course, but a lot of the people that I know have like heard of them and would be like, "Oh, yeah, this is a thing that is happening to more than user list. It's not like yeah. specific to um, to you." which helps a little bit because then they don't feel as kind of disappointed in your service since this is something that is affecting more than one. Yeah. But on a broader scale, like what are we doing to the internet? But that's a topic <laughs> for another, <laughs> another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah I, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, that's yeah. But, um, any huge That's plans for 2022 or any small plans for 2022? Uh, are we transitioning into talking about our year compass then? Well, I was trying to sure. be, I was trying to make like a smooth segue. Into it. And now I ruined it, right? <laughs> yes. I'm not entirely sure. I'm, I'm having a hard time coming up with concrete plans of like, I absolutely wanted to do whatever because whenever I do this, something happens and things change and shift under me and I can't make it work anyways. Um, but yeah, let me open up my, my year compass. And uh, for those who don't know, like uh, we mentioned earlier, the year compass is at, I think it's yearcompass.com. And it's basically a booklet that you print out and it has a bunch of questions in them that first help you reflect on the past year and then help you make some plans for the new year. Mm -hmm. And um, as I mentioned, Brian has been doing this for quite a while and he showed me it and this is my third year now. So let me look at what I wrote for the plans. Your plans. So let me see. There's a section about dare to dream big. And one of the things I wrote down there, dreaming big, is I want to make useless profitable this year like actually making a profit at least that's my wish i'm realistic enough to think that it's probably not going to happen 
but any progress to any meaningful <laughs> progress toward that goal is probably a win in my books. So I think people are very um, different when it comes to goal with goals because some people would like to set like these like 10x goals or whatever, and then because then they can be happy reaching you know, 3x and, you know, and if they had just said 2x, they never would have, like, if their goal was 2x or something, then they wouldn't have gotten to three because they didn't have a big enough goal. But me, I am the, I'm different. Like, if the goals are too high, I'm just like, this is just like, why am I even putting this goal? Like, this is just insanity. And then I just like put it in a drawer. So I think you have to kind (laughs) of, when you do these kind of exercises, you need to, and I guess you need to do them for some years or some kind of like goal setting to kind of understand what is actually beneficial for you in terms of goal setting or, (laughs) or, uh, um, yeah, because a lot of the people that works for somebody else is just like, for me, I'm like, you know, that's not going to motivate me at all. (laughs) I'm totally with you on that. Like if the goal is too unrealistic, I kind of try to ignore it. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like in the like in a couple of years ago, I was really strict about actually setting like that's the, the idea of setting measurable goals mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and very concrete goals. I'm not entirely sure that part really worked for me. At least, I mean, it. For example, while I was consulting, I set myself a revenue goal that I wanted mm-hmm. to have a certain level of revenue. Um, and while it was true that I that I usually achieved that goal, it also, yeah, like I, I feel like I sacrificed a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. for that goal to make mm-hmm. that goal work. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if that that is necessarily a good thing. I mean, <laughs> sure, you made that goal, you made you made the amount of money you 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 wish to make, but. Did you enjoy the process? Maybe not that much. Did you take on a lot of jobs that you didn't quite like? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure if it's worth it. So by now I'm I'm more about setting themes of yeah. sorts. And that's why I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking like just like getting closer towards being profitable with user list would be nice. Um last year I <laughs> I noticed after reviewing last year's uh year compass. One of my goals was getting userless to default alive. So it's basically, <clears throat> if we don't do anything, it's not going to die. Mm-hmm. And if you look at our uh, bank statements and like accounting documents, um, if we just like stopped doing everything right now, like fired everyone and reduced our salaries to bare minimum, I think it's kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it would be paying us shitty salaries and it wouldn't die immediately and not burn through all the savings. So that was nice. But if we could extend that goal or improve on that <laughs> and no, not have shitty salaries and still don't, uh, don't but die. I mean, uh, but going for profitability nice. is, is, I think that is a like it, that's a good goals and theme because that means whenever you make a decision, you have to think about: do we want to be profitably? Do we want to be? I can't say it profitable, you know, um, in short term, or do we want to like burn through more, you know, investment cash and like see if we can get a bigger upside in ten years? Like that is a strategic yeah. 
difference. So even though it's kind of a money goal, it's also a very kind of what kind of company do we want to be? What kind of, you know, strategic thoughts do we have about our company? So like working with that, that kind of theme of, of moving towards profitability is it actually means more yeah. than just like, oh, X amount of money. Like there are a lot of things yeah. that goes with that because you could be, you know, any of the other tech startups and just like keep on burning cash and, yeah. until you crash in 10 years, which it seems like some of them, ha their plans definitely are. Definitely do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's, yeah. I think it's, uh, sounds like a good direction. And I mean, one thing I should probably say about that, when I say profitable, I usually don't mean actually being profitable. I mean, <laughs> but usually mean being break even. Um, okay, so break, well, break even plus one. That yeah, break profitable. even plus one. That's yes. profitable. That's profitable. But it always sounds like, like when I say being profitable, like sometimes people are like, yeah, but then what do you do with all those profits? And like, do you want to like pay a lot of dividends and stuff like that? And I don't know. But that's not even, not necessarily the goal for me. It's just like not not losing money anymore <laughs> That that or not losing that much money anymore. That would be the goal. Um, not necessarily huge profits, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my goals. What What are your like? What is one of yours? We can maybe take turns. Take turns. Well, so as you like, I've I've set goals before. I think the goal for twenty twenty one was uh, to like focus on POW and let's see how that went. That wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, like my goal or like my theme or something was like let POW be like be what it could all that it or give pow the chance to be all that it can be something like that i tried to like mm -hmm. make it not like goal like that like measurable and specific because i don't <clears throat> like those um but as you i have shiny updates to say no but i'm really happy actually about the um direction of like moving towards the queen pow thing the queen pow See there, this Queen Ray <laughs> thing, um, which, and Queen Ray was kind of born in April, I think around the time that I ended up joining you guys as well on this podcast. Um, so I have for like 2022, which is really funny with this podcast because I have never been slow and steady. And now that I have been on a podcast named Slow and Steady, I've started to see <laughs> this around in my world and how beneficial it is for me. So my theme for 2022 or theme word, which is not a word, is slow and steady. So I'm just going to keep at it. That's like my thing. I'm just going to keep doing my streams. I'm going to keep like doing my emails. I'm going to just keep on focusing on Gatsby as my core or my sun and my content system or whatever we want a solar mm -hmm. system we want to call it. And that engine that we kind of talked about that is like slowly building up and not try to maximize in any, I guess that's the different, like the opposite, not trying to like grab an opportunity and like go crazy on that one opportunity and then burn myself out on that and then throwing it to the side. But hopefully this means, because I feel like that already, that the kind of Queen Ray engine is kind of moving and it can't really be stopped. Well, it could be stopped, but like it's moving really nicely and it doesn't cost me as much to do the things as it did like two months ago. So even though I've added these live screencasts, like a lot of the content that I've been planning are things that I've demoed and done so many times that I can probably get away with like 
preparing an hour before the live stream or that's like my goal mm -hmm. and then just do them so hopefully that will free up energy then again for pow but i have to make a decision about pow so i'm still i haven't made the decision if i'm gonna if this is gonna be the year that pow can be all it can <laughs> be or if i'm just gonna only do um queen ray stuff but as i've said like it fits better i feel like my my life works a lot better now with kind of going as the being the tech person instead of being like the hormone person, which I like freaked mm -hmm. out about around May, where it's like women's health person, which I think is important, but it's not me. So, um, but yeah, so my theme, which is not really goal, but my theme then is just slow and steady and just keep on showing up every day. Like I do my yoga mat and do it like mm -hmm. for Queen Ray. And then hopefully after a while, I can start incorporating POW in there as well. Or like, decide something else for power i don't know but i don't i don't want to give it up it's uh <laughs> um i guess it's fine to just keep it around right i mean as long as it's not taking a lot of your energy and time and it's not like breaking the bank by just with hosting costs or whatever then i mean just just keep it around right yeah and i think also i think it's a good if i can start like getting into it again with more from the tech perspective instead of kind of the marketing and, and trying to like become, you know, the women's health, like hormone content things that I didn't really enjoy. If I start looking at it from the tech perspective again, I think it can give me a lot of input and content for kind of the Queen Ray side. Um, and it's just, then it's, I can look at it as a tech side project instead of kind of the business I'm gonna live off of, um, which yeah. I think is the correct place for POW because I don't, think being the privacy first version of it it's not it's not gonna be it's not, it's gonna not the selling, <laughs> selling point most people care about right no, no so i'm gonna give it some years to like be, be better than the i want it to be better than the other apps as well but still i'm never gonna since i don't you know sell the data and stuff like that like i won't have that same kind of motivation or you know funding i can't get funding in the same way could anyway let's not Yes. So my goal, no goal, I guess. No. Um, but yes, yeah, slow and steady is my theme. And then I'm doing plan A, which is a conference I went to go to every year on Saturday. And there is also some goal setting there. So maybe I can like manage to get a goal out of what I want to do this year. But yeah. But nice. what you said about like doing not spending time on other things because you're so focused on the goals. When I started doing my review and there was like questions about who influenced you the most and like what were some joyful moments from last year and definitely some of the streams came to mind. But also a lot of the things I remembered from last year was just like showing up for a friend that had a really hard time and we ended up walking through Oslo a full day and it was awful for her, of course, but it's like ended up being such a really... <laughs> awesome day of just like hanging out and doing nothing but talking and like eating and being in the sun and the same thing like Ula and I went to this overnight stay in a little cabin by the sea so I realized that um yeah a lot of my joyful memories from last year are not work related and this whole <laughs> slow and steady thing is to remind me to like keep time for that um, because I have also, as Brian, gotten some interesting recruiting proposals now, and I've said yes to some talks. But then over the Christmas holiday, I was like, nope. Benedict said this, <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I probably could do it, but then 
that would take away all the time that I would have for those kinds of experiences. Yeah. 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 Yeah, saying no sometimes is the right thing to do, right? I mean, not every opportunity that to come across is a good one to to pursue. So, yeah, they, I hear you. But they sound so fun. <laughs> <laughs> they sound so fun. I was like, yes. But then I was like, no, no, stay the path, slow and steady. This is like, got something working here. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away just yeah. yet. Like give it another like six months at least before you're like you try to to say like to realize that this isn't working or or is working. So yeah. Um but then my secret wish was I guess it's not secret though, but I I think I wrote like abundance. <laughs> if you tell it it's not secret. Secret, anymore. secret wish. I think I I wrote something about like abundance. Abundance like the feelings of abundance of time and abundance of money, but like I'm That's not a gonna big one. Sacrifice the other ones for that. <laughs> I don't know. I had this like abundance. I somehow like abundance popped into my mind, like in, mm -hmm. in like sharing, sharing experiences with friends and and uh, enjoying enjoying life. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any more concrete goals? Like we need Brian for this. Like I am so. Yeah, I feel. Like, I'm like I'll just work. I feel this like is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple more goals. Oh, well, Good. I mean, it's not really goals. Is it goals? I'm not entirely sure. Um, thing I wrote down, Dare to Dream Big, is I wish we could all get through the COVID pandemic. <laughs> uh, that is that a big would be dream. Nice. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what I can do about that. Uh, it's not a, not necessarily a goal I can really achieve, but it would be it would be nice. Um, the other thing I want to do this year, and it sounds stupid, but I want to take a proper vacation this year, um, and maybe even dare to get on a plane again and go somewhere to the sun at the sea and take two weeks off of everything, um, because I mean we we. We took some time off uh, over the last two years and we also did some light traveling within Germany, but I feel like I could use a a proper vacation in a in a hotel somewhere where they cook for you and do everything <laughs> so I don't have to do anything. And when I was when I was younger I always looked at people going to hotels like that and like resorts or whatever, like what do they know? Like it's boring. <laughs> For some reason now these days I could totally relate to the <laughs> feeling of just like going somewhere, not having to worry about anything, not even what's for dinner the next day or whatever. And <laughs> just turning the brain off for a week or two. Um so that's one of my goals for this year. Um and hopefully we can we can make it work. Um yeah, we'll see. I've had those dreams really. I think two years ago I was I was looking at these like standby tickets for a resort like that that has like childcare. They have like these people dressed in like yeah. outfits that like take care of your kid the whole day and you can just like lay there um by the pool and then everything, as you say, is decided for you and all of those those things. I must say though, even though I still would like to do that and you should take a proper vacation. I feel though this year when I've gotten a lot of those like margins we talked about and a lot of other things in place, 
the the kind of the want for that is less mm. than it was. Like I think it's very much like if you are in that stress and you have too many obligations or like decisions you need to to make. Like we've talked about before, like being a business owner. Like sometimes it's just too much just decision and you get decision fatigue and you just want to like yeah. veg out for like um I think at some point I was like if I could just like leave everything for like two months <laughs> that would be mm -hmm. awesome but now I'm like well I don't want to no I don't want to do like I I want to do my thing yeah. um so both take a vacation but also look at like what what can be done and like like many things in in everyday life to give you more of that that feeling yeah. that you're craving that's a good point. Like just getting more margins and like more free time or like less less overall stress is probably probably the the, the thing that would help more than taking a longer vacation somewhere <laughs> where you don't have to think. Um so yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, but then let's meet I'm at hoping... a resort and lay in the sun for a week and only record slow and steady. That's what we do. <laughs> One episode oh, of slow and steady. Not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> oh well, we should probably wrap this up. It's only it's been a long episode. It's been a long episode. Yeah, yes. we should. Um, Somebody's yeah. still let's listening. Thank you, and we appreciate you. Yeah, and let you. us know what 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 you've planned for this year uh, tweet at us or send us an email or whatever uh, we, we're excited to hear what, what you've planned for for your 2022 so with that with that have a good new year and uh, talk to you next week next week